Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. Heavenly Father, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you Thou anointest my head with oil, 
my cup running over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Not only on your birthdays, not only on your wedding day, all the days of your life. Hallelujah. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. Amen. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So last week we began sharing with you the steps or the principles that will lead you to say, I shall not want. I shall not want. Amen. I shall not want. And the first one, we said, know that God is a provider. God is an expert provider. He's an excellent provider. Hallelujah. God is not the God does not provide like the way man provides. God is an expert provider. Hallelujah. And the Bible entreats us also to be providers. We read in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 8. It says, But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith. He hath denied the Christian faith. If you do not provide for your own, especially those of your own house, you have denied the faith. You have denied the principle of the Christian faith. And the Bible says you are worse than an infidel. Amen. You are worse than an unbeliever. Hallelujah. Because some unbelievers even provide for their own house. So if you are a Christian who does not provide for his own house, you are a husband who does not provide for his own family, you are a father that does not provide, and you provide for your girlfriend, provide for people at work, provide for your colleagues, you do all kinds of things for others, but you don't provide for your own house, the Bible says that is a denial of the Christian faith. That is a denial. That means that the Christian faith involves providing for your household. Amen. Amen. Wives who don't cook for their family. You don't cook, you don't do anything. But when it comes to work and other things, your energy, your strength, and everything is in. Amen. Children are here, so I can't say certain things. But it's well. They know things. Hmm. Amen. So know that God is a provider. Hallelujah. Amen. The God you serve is an excellent provider. And number two, we said you must be able to recognize God's provision. You must be able to recognize the provision that God makes in your life. Hallelujah. You must be able to see what God has provided for you. Amen. You must be able to identify God's provision. Hallelujah. You know, many years ago, there was a place in a country in West Africa called Ghana and a small village called Apotia. Are you listening? You know, 
How many of you are familiar with that place? Yes. You know, the children in that village or that town, let me, let me call it village. It's yes. town. The children there were playing and throwing these sparkling stones at each other. You know, they go by the riverside and they see this, the sun is shining and the stones are sparkling and they take them and they throw at each other. They use the stone to shoot at birds. Do you understand? Yes. They were playing with these stones until somebody showed up. Somebody just arrived there and said, hey children, stop playing with these stones. These are diamonds. Stop playing with these stones. And the person started capturing the stones. He says, give me those stones and I'll give you beds. I'll give you whatever you need. I'll give you football and soccer ball. Give me these stones. And those stones turn out to be diamonds. Amen. God has provided for them, but they did not know the value of what was in their hands. Amen. So it is very important to know God's provision. Hallelujah. It is very important to know God's provision. If you don't see God's provision, you will not value it. If you don't know how God is providing, you will not value it. And you will not experience his blessings. Hallelujah. Many of you don't know that the church is God's provision for you. Many of you don't know that the church is the means that God is providing that you will come to a stage where you will say, I shall not want. And because you don't know, you are also playing with it. You toil with the church. You don't have any value for the church. It's raining and you are running to work. But when it's raining, you say, I'm not going to the place where God has provided for me to come to that stage of saying, I shall not want. Because you don't know. Amen. You don't know. And that is why I am teaching you. Hallelujah. You may not know that it is not easy. Are you listening? It is not easy to find any group of people. Any group of people. Listen very carefully. It is not easy to find any group of people that you can be a part of. That can supply all of your needs. It's not easy. I'm telling you that you can trust and depend on to supply all of your needs. You cannot easily find a group like that. Not your blood relatives. You cannot find that I belong to this family. Are you listening? That we are the body's family and they, I find my needs within the family. Or I belong to this company and I find all of my needs in that company. You cannot find a group like that. Except the group that God provides for you to provide all of your needs. Are you listening? You can't find a group like that. 
You can't find a group where you can trust people, where you can depend on people. Yes, you might find one person here, two people there in your family or at your job, the, the group that you belong to, your classmates, your old classmates. You can find one person here, one person there that will do this or do that. But you can't find any one group where all of your needs can be met. All of your needs. And God intends to do that in your life through the church. Amen. Even to have someone to talk to. Someone to talk to and relate with. It's not as easy. Especially in the country that you live. You know, during the pandemic, the church became a great source of sustenance. A great source of sustenance. You do not turn to your blood relatives. You do not turn to your co-workers. But you could depend on the church. Are you listening? So you must see, you must see, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 21, you must see, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 21. It says, and God created great waves and every living creature that moved, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind. And every wind fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the air. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creeped upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. Verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the power of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the air, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the air. And verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he male and female, created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the air. Please. And God said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And verse 29 is our scripture. And God said, for all these that I created, behold. He said, behold. Behold. He said, behold. Of all these. He said, behold. Behold. I have given you every hair-bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. But if you don't behold, you will not appreciate it. He says, see that I have provided everything for you. When God made man, he made provision for everything. 
But if you cannot see it, you will not know the provision. Hallelujah. So know how God provides for us. Know how God provides for us. That's the second point. That you must understand how God makes the provision. The third point. You must know how God makes the provision. He says, see, see that I have provided. See that I have provided. Hallelujah. You must understand how God provides. So the next point is that know how God provides for us. Amen. Know how God provides for us. So what is the first point? The first point is to know that God is a provider. Hallelujah. And the second point, you must be able to recognize God's provision. To be able to recognize it. To be able to see it. And the third point, know how God provides for us. Hallelujah. You must understand how God provides. Amen. You have to know God's method of provision. His mechanisms of provision. How God provides. Amen. If you don't know how God provides, you cannot appreciate God's provision. If you want to come to a stage where you say, I shall not want, then you must know how God provides. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me? When you don't understand God's mechanism, you may end up hurting yourself. You may end up destroying your own self. When you don't know God's mechanism, you may end up destroying the very thing that God is using to bless you. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John chapter 12 and verse 24, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. That is God's mechanism. That is God's way. Amen. So if you want to have much fruit, then God is saying the fruit in your hand, let it go in the ground. But you hold it and you say it is too precious to put in the ground. You have to understand God's mechanism. The Bible says you can hold on to that seed and it will abide alone in your hand. But if you let it drop to the ground, if you let it go to the ground, it will bring about much fruit. It will bless you so much. You know, Ghana, a country in West Africa, again, the same country, you know, is one of the leading producers of cocoa, at least some time ago. Do you understand? It was the country's main source of export. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know how that cocoa get, got to Ghana? Do you know how Ghana became even a producer of cocoa? You know? There was a man that brought the cocoa to Ghana. Do you know him? You don't know your own history. What's his name? 
Are you listening? So just imagine that this seed that was going to be the provision to the country, that was going to be the country's railroad system, the country's universities, the country's highway system, roads, the country's hospitals, schools. It was in this one seed that this man brought. Are you listening? So if this man brought a seed and it was in an envelope and he says, my precious seed, no one has a seed like this in this country. Let me put it in a jar and when my friends come, I will show up. I will show them. Have you seen a seed like this before? No one has seen this seed before. Let me preserve it. Let me keep it. What do you think would have happened to the country? Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody says poorer. <laughs> Not poor, but poorer. Amen. But this one seed was going to be the country's source of income, country's main source of income, and was in the hands of a man. And when that man let that seed drop, that became the main export in that country. That sea, in that sea was the country's hospitals. In that sea was the country's roads. In that sea was the country's education. You know, many people receive scholarships from Cocoa Board. Is that what they, they, they used to call it? Yeah. Cocoa Board. Including one. Many people went to school on scholarships. I had two scholarships. And they didn't know what to do with them. So they would give me some money. Did you also, also have some like that? Many people, you see, it was a source of income. It was a source of prosperity. It was, it became, it, it, it put the country on the global market. And the seed was in somebody's hand. Amen. Are you listening to me? You will not know that God is using this to bring a blessing to you. God is using what is in your hand, what is available to you today. God is using it to bring you to a state where you say, I shall not want. I shall not want. Many people do not understand that this is how God provides. This is how God is going to bless me. This is how God is going to bring me to the stage where I will say I shall not want. And so many people toil. The man could have played with the seed. Many people toil with great seeds that become available to you. Such as the church. I tell you, the church is one great means that God wants to bless you. But many people cannot see it. Amen. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. You see, it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure, for with the same measure that ye met 
With all, it shall be measured to you again. Many people don't understand this. It says, give, you give, and it shall be given unto you. But many people don't give. This is God's mechanism. This is God's way. This is God's way. Are you listening? Are you listening to me? Yeah. I hope you are listening and you understand the message. This is God's way. This is how God wants to bring you to a place where you say, I shall not want. But you fight this method of God's blessings. You fight it. Amen. If you want to say, I shall not want, you must understand how God provides. Acts chapter 4 and verse 32. Acts chapter 4 and verse 32. I hope somebody is being blessed. He says, and the multitude of them that believed, you see, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. That is a church. Are you listening? Ahmed, are you listening? And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. You see, so when we are believing God for something and we all want to have one heart and one soul, it is God's method of leading you to a particular place. Do you understand? So sometimes we say, we are all doing this. We all want to do this, and then you exclude yourself. We are all gathering for this, and you exclude yourself. We are all doing this together, and you exclude yourself. But it says, the, 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 them that believe, the believers, they were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own. Do you see? God's better. But they have all things. Come on. Because they have one heart, one soul. So we have this. I want to expose you so you will have it too. I am at this place because of that you will also be there. I know how to do this because of that you will also know how to do it. Are you listening? Because we have one heart and one soul. And they have all things. Come on. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Great grace was upon them all. I am showing you how God provides for you. Because of this, great grace was upon them all. There was supernatural favor that was upon them. If you add yourself to this and you are with one heart and one soul, you are flowing as they are flowing. They are doing it. Sometimes it's not something that is in your, your, your style. It's not like you to go to Christmas parties and all of this. But if the church is doing, I am adding myself. If they say the church is gathering to pray, I am adding myself. Are you listening? Because that is the place where God is going to grant them great favor. He said, and great grace was upon them all. Neither, are you listening? I'm telling you how 
God wants to bring you to a place where you will say, I shall not want. I lack nothing. Whatever I need, whatever help I need, I will find it in the house. Whatever I need, I will find it in the house. He says, and neither, he says, neither was there any among them that lacked. I'm showing you something. But you see, you don't have the same heart. You're talking, the way you talk, it shows that you don't have the same heart. The way you say things about the pastor and about the church, it shows that we don't, we don't have it. If you have the same heart, you don't talk like that. You are laughing with us, but on the outside, you are a different person. You don't have the same heart. But all of them who were together with one heart and one soul, the Bible said, great grace, God gave them great grace to the degree that none of them lack anything. Are you surprised why you lack it so much? Are you surprised why you can't meet your needs? Because you don't have the same heart. God is bringing you to a place where you can say, I lack nothing. I'm telling you. Straighten up your heart and your soul and join properly. Straight. I'm telling you that there is no group of people that you can join that can supply all of you. No group. No group of people. No group where every need that you will come up with, solution will arise from the place. There's no group except the place where God plants you in his house. Teaching you. That is only group. That is only group. Yes. Your family members, one person may know some lawyer that's, you know, you can contact. And then the other one knows some mechanic that you can contact. That's it. You are the only one who went to college. You understand? No one has been to college. So as you are growing up, there's no college spirit. But in the house of the Lord. I say in the house of the Lord. Every need, every need, every need will be provided. If only your heart and soul this one with them. Are you listening? Many people, your heart and soul are not here. You know what is going on? We don't know. And you tell them, and they will use it to preach. And you tell them, and they will tell them. Have you heard, have you heard me tell anyone about the problem you have? So why do you sit there and talk like that? Have you told me anything that you have heard from another person before? You will never hear that. Never, never will you hear that. And, and I told Reverend that, and this and this and that, and that and that and that, and that. You will never hear that. Stop that roughness right there. Let your heart and your soul be one. He says, and none of them, none of them, neither of them lacked. For as many as were possessors of lands or houses, sold them and brought them prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. You see, my shoulder you don't understand the scripture. You do not understand the scripture. You don't understand the scripture. There's a reason why God will raise up certain people. 
in his house. There's a reason why someone has a director position. There's a reason why someone has a skill that he places people in his house for his children. There's a reason why you come and then you say, go and see that brother. Go and see that brother. You need insurance, go and see that sister. You need this, go and talk to that sister. And you will realize that when God places you in the place, though the thing that you need may not be here, God knows one person who knows someone outside of the house that will lead you to bring that to you. When your heart is with them, when your heart is together, there will be one that we don't even know about. You don't understand the scripture. It says, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. According as he had need. Hallelujah. See, many people do not know that when God places you in the church, he also has an intention. God has an intention to provide for all of your needs. He has an intention. Yes. He has an intention. That through the church, God wants to provide you with a job. Through the church, God wants to provide you with a husband. Through the church, God wants to provide you with a wife. I said, through the church, God wants to provide you with your children. Through the church, God wants to provide you with connections. God wants to find you your lawyer. Through the church, God wants to find you your doctor, your primary care physician. Through the church, God wants to find you a place to stay, a place to live. Through the church, many people have arrived here without struggle, not knowing anyone. I'm telling you, I said there is no group that you can join. Many people have arrived here. You have family members. You have you have relatives. You have you, you are thousands. But when you arrive here, place to stay, place to live. It is through the house of you talk. You talk. 
you are just driving away your husband out of the church. You are just driving away your husband. You are just driving away your wife with your bad mouth talking. You are driving away your wife. You, are, you don't know that you are driven away your mechanic. The mechanic that is going to fix your car on a regular basis. You don't know your mouth. You know, there are so many things. 
God gives you, when you recognize it, work with it. Whatever God lays in your hand, work with it. Amen. He intends to add to it. So if you listen to the scripture, everyone has something. Everyone has something. All of the servants had something. Each one of them had something. You cannot say that you have nothing. Amen. You cannot say that there is nothing. Everyone has something and God expects that you work with what he has given you. If you want to experience God's blessing, whatever he has given to you, work with it.
I said, your blessing is in the house. If only you will open your eyes and see. He says, behold, all this, all this, all these young women put around you. All these young men put them around you. If only you will open your eyes. Amen. Don't bad mouth the place where God has placed you. Don't, don't, don't bad mouth it. Help build it. Because I'm telling you, that is where God is going to bring you to a place where you will say, I shall not want. What do you mean? I don't know what I mean at this day. I have no need. I have no need. What do you want back? I have no, I don't know what I mean. with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.